Welcome to the Startup Funding Podcast. In this series of podcasts, we discuss how can startup founders raise funds more effectively. We have Mr. Ong here with us, Mr. Ong Kai Kit. He has been on both sides of the fence. He has been an entrepreneur and he has been a professional investor at a venture capital firm. Thanks for being here, Mr. Ong Kai Kit. Hello, Stefan. Good to be here. Yeah, so we've been talking a lot about pitfalls and also the ideal situation. Can we go a little bit more specific now? What are some of the criteria that uh, investors or venture capitalists look out for? Yes, let's just look into it from a different stage basis, right? So let's define pre-seed stage where it's basically you are a startup founder with an aspiration. You have an idea, you think that this will work, you have a product. So when it comes to it, when you go to a VC with an idea, it's unlikely that you will get any funding. So you need to go to a accelerator or incubator at your pre-seed stage, right? So the criteria at that stage is for the founders to write out their ideas, write in paper, do some research into the market that they have and what the product will be like. And the criteria is obviously that they have both the engineering and the commercialization partners, right, to drive this product development and of course the partnership, the business side, you know, the sales side concurrently at the same time in the incubation program. They can do it for six months or 12 months depending on the incubation incubators that they have. They can even get some some money at the end of a $1,000 a month, you know, from the as incubators or accelerators, but they obviously will want some equity, right, at the same time. And then they have to go for a demo day after a six months or three months period. And then they need to show their investors or other potential customers, right, or the judges that they have an actual product. Then, of course, then they can get further funding from there. Right, by then, they should have already a working product and some customers, maybe not very strong customers, or one or two customers that can use their product. Right, and then it is up to them to spend the next one year to actually get a steady flow of customers, right? Maybe by the time they will need an accelerator to, to do this for them. And they can now show, that before they actually go and get, raise their seed rounds to the VCs, right? they must show that they have already customers, one or two customers, every three customers that have been paying them every month for the past one year, right? To show that there's real, a real need for that product. So by the time you go to a seed stage, where you, the criteria now is to show to your first the previous criteria still exists, you still have a team, you're still working closely together, your product is now strong. And now of course the criteria, next criteria becomes the mode, right? A competitive advantage. Now that is you have something that people want to use. How can you stay ahead of the competition so that you will grow your pie further? Right? Can you show us a better commercialization plans? What do you need to, to do? And then, of course, now the other criteria would be your cap table, right? If it's just the two of you and the incubators, yeah, you're fine because the you know, incubators will probably get us for 10 to 20% of a good one or 30% of the equity, which is fine also. So the majority is still with the shareholders. And you are in the VCIs, you are doing something which will grow big in the long term, right? That's something that is very important, right? It might not be very small now, but it will grow big in a very in the long term. 
and you need to show that the customer acquisition cost is reasonable you need to show that your unit economics makes sense so it's normally the case the more you do the, the unit economics will be lower can you talk a little bit about that like what is unique economics how much it costs to provide one unit of a service oh okay yeah so if you get more economies of scale the unit economy should get lower and lower and lower also oh, it's unit economy yes ah, I see. yeah interesting so these are the finding round at the seed stage right then after that series a your customer base right should be wider and more steady of course it's okay for it to be loss making it's totally fine right and then of course your product has to be more refined already and then by then before you reach a series a you should have the capability to have accountants inside to, to actually make note of all the different aspects of your spending right and pro- make a proper business plan because at series a you can't say that oh i don't know what i spent or i'll give you a report once a year it's ideally to have at least every quarter or every month you have some sort of you know, report for your investors right at least every quarter and by series b you are actually at the end of your early stage when you're at series b your customer flow are, you should get really good customer revenue right you should have really good detailed understanding of your expenses right and that probably would be you know ideal between three to four years from when you first started the company you should have at series b you should be ready to raise series b the funding is near the doorstep for you already it's very clear in terms of your revenue in terms of your expenses right and the people you need so it's just that a matter of you now of course you have already expand beyond your initial footprint like you're in three or four different markets at once and now you're going to mid stage where your product is steady your team is steady your geographical output output is is steady so you just you know your team that that comes in maybe at the earlier stage the seed stage is kind of like they're professionalized if if they keep up they probably will be replaced at the time Right, so whatever in terms of marketing, in terms of execution, in terms of sales, in terms of product development, product engineering, you know, in terms of the commercialization plans and communication plans between the different units are all, all very clear really, right? Reporting function is all very clear. Then you're at, at series B. It's a stage actually. It's not it's not whether you spend three years or four years or you spend ten years. You can spend ten years, but if you reach there, you are at series B. If you don't reach there, you're not at series B. It's, it's just as simple as that. And obviously, if you take too long, it's not a good thing also to hit Series B. Yeah, just, just off track a little bit, just for our listeners out there who is very new to this, they might only have heard of pre-seed and seed. How do you know when it is a good time to do a Series A? You know, and when do you graduate from a Series A to a Series B? And if there is a Series C, you know, like... Series C, obviously, but Series C is beyond early stage, it's mid-stage, so I won't go there. So, just to recap, when you are at a seed stage, you have some traction, you have a product, right? It can be a manual viable product. There's people paying for you, product, and then there are not much people are paying, maybe just two or three people. You know, maybe they pay you token sum of money, uh, maybe you just have like $10,000, $20,000 a year of revenue, but you know, but they're still paying you. Ideally, they keep paying you. So it's not like they just pay one time and then they're going off, right? You can have this kind of customer, but you need to anchor it with a few customers that pay you every month they regularly meet your service right not the best it's fine then by the time you hit series a before you hit series a you have refined the product but before you hit series a you have refined the product. you take the seed money 
you go and refine your products, you go and find better customers, it means you have refined your commercialization process, you get feedback from your original customers, go back to refine your product, tell your engineering team, engineers refine it, right? The engineers refine it and then they go back to customers, can you do better? The customers say yes, no. Okay, of course you need to target different targets of customers, right? And then the customer say yes, I'm okay to pay you more amount of money. And then more customers come in. So then when you hit that stage, then you are ready to go into a series A. So basically it's everything that you promise in the seed round, the objectives are all met, and then you're ready to go to the next level. Yeah, and your company is much better in terms of product, in terms of your customer attraction. So it's unlike the earlier stage where I say, uh, founder just very engineering focused. I want to provide, create the best product, but I don't have much customers. I don't have, you know, maybe like I got uh, one or two customers a day. They after they drop out, and no, no new customer coming. So they are just delusional in terms of whether how good the product is. So once you have a steady, you have a few, you have a very, it's a more than a viable minimum viable product. It's a really a commercially viable product already, but you have paying customers that's paying you a bit more than a more wider customer base already, right? Now you are trying to be somebody and you are probably in the one market. You are like, say you are in Singapore, you are in Singapore, you are in Malaysia, you are in Malaysia. And now you want to first, in Series B, you first of all, obviously you want to expand your market. Then from two, one or two markets to three or four markets. And then of course, that really, really requires a lot more organization. You cannot be one CEO running three or four big markets, right? Then of course you need to have your organization structure. Your product is much more refined. It has a competitive advantage against the bigger boys in the market or the alternative that is in the market. And by the time, by this time, it's likely that you have smaller competitors popping up because they see that this is. But you must be able to keep ahead. This is a process where you can keep ahead. Your product is much stronger now, and it shows in your customer base, where you have a much wider and deeper customer base who are paying you more than what they paid you previously. So now you're ready to raise your Series B. You need to prove all this. You're ready to raise your Series B. Once you pass your Series B. Now you are ready to go to the next stage and then of course there's a separate topic altogether. Then there's separate criteria altogether. Mm. Yeah. Well, I hope you are taking good notes. If you're listening to this podcast, we are the Startup Funding Podcast. We discuss topics in relation to fundraising. Thank you for sharing Mr. Ong, Mr. Ong Kai Kit. If you're listening, please do follow us. This is a series of 12 episodes. So keep on listening. Thank you very much. Thank you.